Brachas Paragimel Mishnehei. This Mishnah is a continuation of the previous halacha of Balkari. Now the Mishnah is going to discuss the din of Balkari Inyan Davening Shemin Ezra. Because the Takanas Ezra was that a Balkari is not allowed to say the Reitera and is not allowed to Daven either. But the Rambam writes that Ezra wasn't Masak and Fila for a Balkari, only for the Reitera. And the Bezin afterwards was Masak and that a Balkari also is not allowed to Daven. And he's not allowed to Daven until he's Tevil. Um, as a cash in the Rambam, Ein Kesef Mishnah, Hilchas Tfilah, Perik Dalet, Halacha Dalet, for a continuation of this discussion. But the point is that this, that a Balkari is not let Davin, doesn't come directly from the Tachonis Ezra, it comes from a period right after Tachonis Ezra. A person was Davin in Ezra, and then he remembered that he's a Balkari and that he's not allowed to Davin. See, until he's Tevil, so he shouldn't stop his tefillah altogether. Eliyakater, he should end off each bracha. Each bracha, he should summarize and shorten each bracha. Um, he should say the beginning and end of each bracha. For example, he should say, It's interesting. Why can't he just say, The Gemara explains later on that there were times when a person was in a sakana or other reasons why a person would be traveling and he wouldn't be able to say the full, the full blown shmanesrei. So habinenu is a couple of lines which summarize, which mention in two three words each bracha shmanesrei. So the question is why the balkari shouldn't say habinenu. So the simple answer is because habinenu only works if a person started saying had a mind and he's in a sakana and he needs to say habinenu. He can't just say habinenu because he remembers that he's balkari. Um, he doesn't stop the whole Shemana Esrei, he just shortens each bracha. Yorad Litbal, the Balkari goes to be Tevil in the morning, meaning he needs to make sure that he's going to have time to say Shema. Im um, If he gives himself enough time to be Tevil, and to get out of the Tevila, and to put on his clothing and his talus, and to say Shema before Nets, why? Because the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, the Iker mitzvah min amuvcher is nets, like the, we said earlier, Parak Aleph Mishnah Beis, v'goyimra adonetzachama, and that's what the Vasikin would do. The Vasikin again were the people that were humble and loved the mitzvahs and very much enjoyed the mitzvahs. They were medactic. They were careful to finish Kriya Shema with netzachama. They that they should be able to be semech gula like we explained before. So then, obviously, what you should do is yala v'yaskas v'yikra. You should quickly get out of the water. And he should dress himself, and he should say Krishma Shal Shachris. Vimlaf, if he doesn't have enough time to get out of the water and to say Krishma before Netzachama, Yiskasabamayim Vyikr. It's very interesting, halacha, that he's allowed to cover himself over with water and say Shema. What does this mean? It means that he goes into the water until his neck, and he's standing in the water until his neck, and then he can say Shema there. Um, but this halacha, the Gemara explains that this halacha is only if the water is not clear. Why? Because if the water is clear, then it's libay raya esa erva, which means that there's nothing separating between his heart and his erva by his waist. But if the water is not clear, um, then he is able to say it because it's considered like he's, he has a covering and it's considered as if there was something being mafsik, being libay la erva. But there's a tonight over here, there's a catch. He's not allowed to cover himself over to go into the water if it's bad water. What's bad water? Dirty water, or meiraglayim, v'leib mishra, or 
water that flax was soaked in because it has a very bad smell. Until it has clear water in there and that the smell went away or the meraglayim isn't there. Um, the Gemara explains that this part of the Mishnah is talking about meraglayim. This is talking about if a person is davening. Nothing to do with Balkari, nothing to do with being in a mikveh while he's saying Shema. But a person's not allowed to say Shema or Daven or make a bracha next to Tzoyo or Meraglayim, as we're going to explain in the Hemshech Mishnah. But he's not allowed to say Krishma next to Meraglayim until until he pours water in it. Um, that there has to be at least a revius more of water than Meraglayim. How far does a person need to be from Mayim Haroim, Meha Mishra, or Meraglayim that he didn't pour water in? So then, and Tsaya, so then that he should be able to say Krishna. Meaning, how far away from dirty water, smelly water, or Tsaya does a person have to be in order to say Krishna? Arba Amas. Four Amas. We're not going to get involved in the Dikdukam of how much exactly an Amma is. Anywhere between a foot and a half and two feet. Some will say it's less than two feet. We're not going to get involved in that now. And what are we talking about? That is only if the meraglayim, or the dirty water, or the tzoya is on the side of him. Or it's behind him. But if the meraglayim or the tzoya is in front of him, he has to make sure that he's not able to see it at all. If he's not able to see it anymore, then he is able to dive in, even if there's tzoya there. But if he is able to see it, then... If he is able to see it, then he's not allowed to dive in there. Um, so there's two there's two things that the Gemara that the Gemara goes through over here that we need to speak out is that there's a problem of erva and there's a problem of things that are dirty. Now obviously they're closely related to the point where the Rishonim speak out already that a child a baby that was loy tam tam dogon that didn't eat anything yet but even if he nurses even if he has a dirty diaper even if it's tzaya. It's mutter to daven in front of that tzaya. It's not considered tzaya until he eats food of his own and not mother's milk. Um, and at that time, when he bec- when that tzaya becomes real tzaya, that you have to distance yourself from when you're davening, that's when the erva becomes a real erva that you have to be distanced from when you're davening also. Another interesting thing to point out is that there's a personal... There's tzaya that could be in a person's body, then there's tzaya that could be lying around. A person has to make sure that he's davening with gufnaki, and you know, a person has to be baited himself before davening if he needs to go um, for ketanim, for gedolim, and he has to make sure that he cleans himself and basically properly, but otherwise it's also for him to make brachas, also for him to say, uh, to learn, to say shem shemayim, and um, all these things.